You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, druids, dragons, dreadlords, dromedaries, and dryads. Welcome oh. to Good Job Brain. It's a D&D kind of yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. uh, Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 132, and of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your oodle of moogles, Final Fantasy, who like to <laughs> Google and eat strudels, noodles, and snickerdoodles. Yeah. I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. Snickerdoodles twice in a row? That's last episode. Kugels? We also had (laughs) noodles. All quite tasty. Strudel, all good stuff. Fruitles. Fruitles. That's not a word. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, it's like fruit noodles. What? Yeah. Because zoodles are zucchini noodles. What oh, okay. are you? You're just making yeah, stuff no, up. No, I'm, I'm not. Where do you get fruit noodles? Fruit, fruitles is yeah, a thing. Yeah, you make it out of coconut. Huh? Really? Yeah, it's like huh. low carb. You know, like what? you you can shave like strings of coconut. I believe you. They're sounds... fruitles, I mean... or any. I guess you can use it melon. I don't know. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> melon. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you know. Fruitles. You know. Yeah, you know. Quick listener shout out to Ryan Colleen, who are my teammates on. Mouse Adventure, they're Good Job Brain listeners, and earlier this year, they invited me to join their team of a special puzzle hunt in Disneyland. Oh. And we had a lot of fun spring. That is yeah. so they right They didn't up know who they asked. You know what? They're, they're, they're bigger trivia and puzzle and Disney nerds. I am impressed. <laughs> wow. By their what? And vigor. <laughs> yes. So we just had our fall mouse adventure, and it's uh, Halloween-themed. It's like candy-themed. Yeah. So quick shout-out to Ryan Colleen. Awesome. We are the team Dull Whippets. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, we're a little loopy today. All right. Without further ado, let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz. Hot shot. Uh, 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 another card with a picture. It has a picture. I feel like they have pictures with more frequency recently. Yeah. Well, because this card has a picture on it, we decided to scrap it. And Chris... <laughs> We always have a backup plan when the yes. Trivial Pursuit card fails, and it's called 60s Jeopardy. Yay! Yay. We pulled the trivia ripcord for it, <laughs> yeah. the emergency shoot. It is a copy of the Jeopardy home game from the 1960s found here in the Berkeley flea market, and uh, I have an entire Jeopardy category for you. We really, I'm telling you, we really have to dig through this thing to find usable categories, because some of these things so are So what like, are some of the things you passed by? Oh, well, one of the one of the categories on this sheet I'm looking at is the 50s. In December 1950, he was made the head of NATO forces. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, you're, things everybody would know. Man. At his, at his death in 1958, Ron Cowley succeeded him. <sighs> Don't know. Man. What, what's, what's the answer? No, I'm curious. Uh, the answers to those are... John um, Westmoreland? The first one was, what position did Dwight Eisenhower serve? Oh, oh. oh um, nice. And the, the second was... Um, the death of Pope Pius the Twelfth. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. It is. Here's one. I think you're going to be okay with though. The category is foreign phrases. All right. Okay. For a whopping twenty dollars. Okay. Because this is double jeopardy. Meaning of the Latin reminder "tempus fugit." Oh, what does that mean? Time flies. It's on our. No. It's on our money and stuff too. Yeah. 
Time is a fugitive. It's, well, there's a pyramid uh, with an eyeball on the dollar, but I have yeah. no idea what that means. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Tempest Fugit. Tempest. Uh, time. Time. Yeah. What is yeah. Fugit? Runs away. Times flies. Times fly. Oh, I didn't say that. Fly. I just didn't buzz in. And I didn't say what, what is. is. Oh. I mean, there were so many ways I was wrong. <laughs> like, That's right. All right. No okay. points on the board. For $40, sure. enthusiastic cheer that is typically Spanish. Karen. Mm-hmm. What is ole? What is ole? Oh. Oh. That is, yes, yes, indeed. Ole. It's like, ay, caramba. Yeah. Like, there's a for $60, how one says in French, I do not know. Huh? Uh, Karen. What is je ne sais pas? Je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas. $80, popular Mexican song whose name means beautiful sky. Oh. Uh, popular Mexican song uh, oh, it's, um, whose name means beautiful sky. Colin. Uh, uh, what is uh, Cielo Lindo? Cielito Lindo. Cielito yes. Lindo. Yeah, oh, yeah. there you girl. go. Little Sky. Uh, and finally, I was going to say La Cucaracha. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it was going to like, be. And I was like, it doesn't mean beautiful sky. I think that means beautiful sky. <laughs> Cielito Lindo. <laughs> finally, for the big old $100 question, German word for the spirit of the time. Dana. Oh. What is Zeitgeist? What is Zeitgeist? Oh. Oh, that's what it's Spirit of the Time. Yeah, it's I thought it was a place of beer. Time goes. It's a beer garden. It's a beer garden. A beer garden. A beer garden. That is, of course, yes, the name of a beer garden in San Francisco. Yes, the Spirit of the Time. Yes, good job on 60s Jeopardy, everybody. Thank you, Chris, for subbing in. No problem. All right, this week, while we're nearing a very special time of the year. That's right. It's going to be Halloween. Get us a theremin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trick or treat, we're passing out the brain candy. Hey, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't mean this, right? Just kidding, right? Just kidding, just kidding. I know it's a joke. <laughs> I'm laughing, right? You're losing your head. I mean, I'm losing my head. They do what they want to do, say what they want to say, live how they want to live, play how they want to play, dance how they want to dance, stick and they stab a friend. Before we do anything, I think we should talk about the origins of Halloween and where did Halloween come from and why is it called Halloween and isn't that a kind of a weird name and let's just cover all, let's get it all out of the way. All Hallows Eve, that's right. all yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. Sure, sure, exactly. A, a, right. the, the it's a religious Ian, thing. The Ian yeah. is for like evening, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it all starts with Samhain, that is S-A-M-H-A-I-N, Whoa. pronounced Sawit Gaelic. Gaelic. It doesn't is look very, like it. It's, it's, yeah, it so never that. looks like it. Like yeah. it sounds. Um, <laughs> Sam Hain. Yeah, it looks Sam like Sam Hain. Sam Um, great old Irish festival going back just to pre, like before recorded written history. Oh. The, the end of the harvest, beginning of winter festival. Mm-hmm. Let's eat all the apples. Well, not eat all the apples. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some, a lot of be them. Dumb because winter's yeah. coming up, but. One one last party before it gets super cold. Um, <laughs> before the depression hits. And and this uh, is, is is celebrated has been celebrated around October thirty first, November first, like the evening of October thirty first on oh. into November first. 
So it's and not in, like a lunar so, thing. It's like it's those dates. Right, right, right. Right, right around there. It is old. Very old. So in addition to the, hey, let's celebrate while it's not snowing, you have the sort of very old belief, uh, probably very, like, held over from old religions that around, right around this time, this is when the fairies or the spirits may be able to cross over from their world into our world, and maybe you're going to okay. see the alternately, maybe the souls of the dead would show up and mm-hmm. come back, that sort of thing. Kind of a supernaturally kind of The windows vibe. open. Yeah, yeah. right, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. This was interesting. The fairies, they, they called them the, the Ishi. That's A-O-S-S-I. Again, Man. never, never sure. sounds like what it's spelled like. <laughs> yeah. The Ishi. And so, of course, then you have the different kinds of she or fairies. Banshee? So you have ban- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have Banshee, which just means woman spirit. Oh, from wow. Also, nerdier than that, Ketchi is the cat spirit, and that's, of course, the name of a character in Final Fantasy. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you course. know Banshee better than Ketchi, but <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. So you might leave food out for those spirits. Centuries later, you start to see guising, as in disguising, as in dressing up as the fairies. Maybe you're trying to draw the fairies out. Maybe you're trying to disguise yourself as one of the fairies so they go away. You know, that, you know, yeah. whatever it was. So, so something important kind of happened in the 700s. Wow. Which was the establishment of All Saints Day by the Catholic Church. There, there, as we sometimes hear about the Christian church holidays, sometimes they're established or sometimes they're shifted around. Right. To, to match. To match what people are already celebrating. Yeah. Maybe holidays yeah. from older religions. It's like, no, 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 why don't you celebrate? Celebrate our holiday. Yeah, oh, we it's have convenient. one that's very similar yeah. to that. It's, yeah. it's rebranding, yeah. essentially. Um, wow. so, Come on over, pagans. So they already yeah. had had a day celebrating all of the saints, you know, all of the holy people, you know. Uh, but it was in May, and it was in the 700s that it was kind of shifted over to the 1st of November. And that how... was All Saints Day. Not how... shady, but how convenient. It is like, convenient. That's yeah. why. Your that's religion why is old and busted. It's right? just, yeah. it's good right. marketing. Yeah. It's good yeah. marketing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And so, you know. Some people still celebrating Samhain. Some people are celebrating All Saints Day, et cetera, et cetera. One of the traditions that kind of had also grown up around the idea of All Saints Day was the soul cake. S-O-U-L. Soul cake. Uh-huh. Little round cakes, baked goods. Can't really find a definitive statement on where the idea of the soul cakes came from. But by the time of All Saints Day, children and, you know, beggars, you know, but might go door to door and say, hey, so it's All Saints Day. Has anybody that you know died recently? Well, they might be in purgatory. And the way you get out of purgatory is to have, like, many people praying for you. So I will pray for your loved ones if you give me some food. Whoa. <laughs> this was considered to be a good deal. So maybe the soul cakes were left out for the, you know, spirits or left, you know, or the like food was left out for the spirits. <laughs> but either way, they're making these cakes. So the kids go around and now you kind of have the kids going around. Maybe they are singing songs about soul cakes, you know, like asking mm-hmm. for them. This is actually a very, there is a soul cake song that like Sting covered at some point on his, on his Christmas album. Hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This grows into the idea of, you hear about this a lot. I mean, you, the, the kids going around on All Saints Day for soul cakes. And then, of course, there's We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Give us some figgy pudding. Carolers yeah. are going from house to house asking for food. St. Stephen's Day celebrated in Ireland. The kids used to go out and uh, they'd kill a bird. They'd kill a wren. <laughs> and then bring it around everybody's house. St. Stephen's Day was, I believe, the day after Christmas. It was the 26th of December. Uh-huh. They'd bring it around to the houses. To and they'd show say, them? No, they'd be like, 
we killed this bird. Give us uh, a penny, yeah. and we'll we'll go bury him. We'll go give him a, a burial. Oh, proper, what proper, a, bird, a proper burial. bird burial. Bird burial. Yeah, yeah. Now shame I think if something they, happened to your bird. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They don't actually kill a real bird anymore. Um, but you have these traditions of just going house to house and asking for things, and not like it's it, either you're begging or you're a child. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And there's some implied bargain there. There's some exchange of something or other. Right. And so they're going souling, souling for soul cakes. This kind of gets folded back into Samhain. You know, everything is sort of influencing each other. Uh, people are still celebrating Samhain, but now maybe you're dressing up as a ghost and going to people's houses asking and for asking cake. for cakes. You know, in Mexico, they had had um, a similar thing, Day of the Dead, mm-hmm. but that wasn't always... October 31st, November 1st, November 2nd, but then that gets kind of shifted over too. They give them little candy skulls now, right? Yep, Calaveritas, yeah. little, yep. yep. It, and that's it, where a lot of, right, a lot of the macabre imagery really came from that tradition, right? Yeah, the skeletons. Right, right. Yeah. skeletons yeah. and, yeah. right, exactly. Um, that's the idea of the dead coming back to say hi on that day. <laughs> right. You can see how you can get to a more formalized kind of like giving kids treats as they dress up. It was really after World War II in America, you know, because these traditions had been kind of brought over by certain immigrant yeah, communities yeah. that didn't really take hold, mm-hmm. but it was like, the you know, following them. World War II in America, sugar rations and, you know, and that's kind of when, like, the marketing really kicks in of, you know, buying candies and stuff like that for, I mean, by the 40s, 50s in America, it was pretty solidified. I didn't went trick-or-treating until I was, like, 18. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that's... We got candy. It was that's fun. pretty old. That's I'm pretty charming. Late. That's old. I'm pretty charming, you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. I can <laughs> ask for it. I charm my pants. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> doubting days. that you got candy. I'm just saying that's kind of old. <laughs> the, the name Halloween comes from All Saints Day, was also called All Hallows Day, a hallow being something that is holy, mm-hmm. possibly a person yeah. or an object or something like that. <laughs> all Saints Day. Deathly all Hallows Day. Right, yeah. exactly. That makes sense. It always so comes back sense. to Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. um, and interestingly enough, sometimes, including in certain Shakespeare plays, All Saints Day, All Hallows Day, they would call it Hallowmas. Like, like Christmas. Christmas. Like yeah, Christmas. The mass yeah, for, right. The mass right. for the, hallows, the hallowed things. Right. Hallowmas. And so you have Christmas and Christmas Eve, and you have Hallowmas and Hallowmas Eve, or All Hallows Eve. And then eventually, probably through the Scottish language, it kind of went from Hallows Eve to Halloween. The yeah. Eve being or evening. evening. Evening, yeah. exactly. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well, once you get a little bit too old to go trick-or-treating, uh, or possibly not, maybe you do both of these at the same time, uh, Halloween becomes about horror movies and super scary stuff. At least it did for me growing up. No, thank you. Oh, no. Your thing. I no. will read the plot on Wikipedia. I yeah. like that you do that. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, and, I want to know what happens, but... But it I, keeps I, you a safe distance I, yeah, from... I can't yeah, stu- I can't stomach the suspense right. and the gore and all that stuff. So I have a quiz for you guys about sort of the the classic 70s, 80s era of the revival of slasher movies and horror films. Oh, oh man. So, uh... <laughs> we might be a goose egg for this I one. think you guys will do pretty well on this one. These are all certified classics in the genre. Okay. All right. All right. So get your buzzers ready. 
All right. And we'll see how uh, how much you allowed yourself to be scared as you were growing up. <laughs> Released on October 25th, 1978. This horror film is widely credited with jumpstarting the slasher genre of the 70s and 80s. Whoa. Chris. Chris. Friday the 13th. No. Oh. Halloween? It was that Halloween. That was when I was... Oh. Yeah. You didn't even buzz. Oh. I did. Wait, no. Yes, the, the sort of the release date was a little bit of a clue there. Yes, yeah. that's right, Halloween, and you starring know, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, a very young mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, with uh, Michael Myers, the scary killer, running around. Yeah, I mean, all of that really was sort of what made Hollywood be like, oh, there's a lot of money to be made in these, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of scary, gory, yeah. low budget. Right. That's yeah. right. Don't that's need right. that much lighting equipment. No, dark. No lighting. Yes. In the movie Halloween, uh-huh. the character Michael Myers disguises himself uh, by wearing a latex mask of what famous actor <laughs> known for his role in a legendary sci-fi TV series? Oh, wow. Can't be William William Shatner. It is William Shatner. What? Yes, yes. I've seen this movie probably a dozen times, and I never knew this until it's researching. It's not a good mask. It was not a great mask. Yeah, when they yeah. were they were searching around, and this has been verified when they were searching around trying to find like a creepy mask to have him wear when he's running around with sort of the dead eyes. They had a latex mask that was made in the '60s. It was a Captain Kirk mask. Uh-huh. It was a rather poor <laughs> Captain Kirk mask. Wow. Did- and and did they have to go through licensing? So you know, it, it was like- funny. They didn't have to go through licensing. They just they just happened to have it around. They got their hands on it for the movie. They didn't officially request it or clear it in any way. But when it down the road years later, when they needed you know repros of this, uh, they were looking around like, what is this? And they called the original mask manufacturers and kind of gave them the stock number. He's like, oh yeah, that's. Uh, Captain That's Kirk. a Captain Kirk mask. <laughs> yes. Like it does not look like Captain wow. Kirk. Wow. Yep. Uh, yeah, I will never think of. Uh, does Captain William Shatter get like a credit? You know, or, or he doesn't. Uh, they. I think that in later in later editions of the movies, there may be a note there, but no, he doesn't get any royalty or anything for that. If that's what you're asking. No. Huh. In the movie Friday the Thirteenth. And I would say that's sort of the second in the run of the slasher genre here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the movie Friday the Thirteenth, what was the name? Of the killer, Karen. Jason. Incorrect. Chris. Jason's mom. Correct. Mrs. Jason. Mrs. Voorhees. Wait, what? Yeah, this is a great pseudo-trick question. Mm. That's right. A lot of people forget that in the original Friday the 13th, all the killings that we saw were done by Jason's mother. Right. She had been sort of driven mad by his negligent death at, at Camp Crystal Lake years earlier. She she did all the killings in Friday the 13th. Now, who's wearing the mask? So, let's <laughs> move on to the next question. Oh. After the first movie, Jason did, in fact, uh, become the primary villain and killer antagonist slasher. In which installment of the Friday the 13th franchise did Jason first don the iconic hockey goalie mask? Oh, Dana. The third one. It was the third uh, one. Lucky number three, when in doubt. Just a guess. guess yes, three, yeah. yes, it was not. So his Friday the 13th part two, yes, Jason, no hockey mask. Huh. Oh. Which is, you know, I mean, it's we cl- so, so closely as, yeah, I mean, it's even transcended just that movie. Like, hockey mask now means, oh, serial killer, slasher. Yeah. yeah. In addition to bringing us Freddy Krueger, uh-huh. the movie Nightmare on Elm Street marked the feature film debut of this teen heartthrob. 
Dana. Johnny Depp? It was Johnny Depp. Oh! Yes, yes. Not one of his finest acting performances, but I don't think that's what those movies were necessarily about. Yeah. No. Yes, yes. He was uh, one of the many uh, teens who... Did he who, die? He did die. Yeah. He did die. Those movies were so scary. And there's, you know, as many people have pointed out, there's sort of this uh, running morality comment in a lot of these. Like, it's always the teens who have sex who die. Right, Or all right. the rebel yeah. teens. You know, they'll throw in some of the good teens occasionally, too. This 1987 horror movie features sadomasochistic antagonists known as the Cenobites. Oh, what was that again? This 19... Read it again. This 1987 horror movie Mm -hmm. features sadomasochistic antagonists known as the Cenobites. The leader of the Cenobites has grid-like cuts and pins on his head. Karen. Hellraiser. That is Hellraiser. Yeah. Pinhead. Pinhead. Yeah. Is he human? Is they're, they're supposed to be like body art. They're humanoid. They're their their race is like uh, they've moved so far into the realms of pleasure and pain that they've had to <laughs> modify their bodies and yes. Now they just torture people or it's to show them the extremes of sensation. Yes. Do they kill the people? Do the people die? People die. People die. Well, I guess yeah, I guess they saw the extreme. <laughs> <laughs> they can't do anything with that information. That was of course directed by Clive Barker. Uh, okay. I didn't know this it was based on a, a a novella that he had written actually. All the all the movies come out of a mythology that he wrote. Yeah, interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah, when you read it it sounds more like sci-fi than it does horror. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. an advanced race that yeah. are here to teach you a thing. <laughs> It's really, exactly. they're just the here to kill you. Senses, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Director Sam Raimi's original Evil Dead trilogy includes Evil Dead. Yes. Evil Dead 2. And this third movie in the trilogy from 1992. Chris. Army of Darkness. That is Army of Yay. Darkness. Yes. Which occasionally in some markets was billed as Evil Dead, Evil Dead 3, 3 colon Army of Darkness. But mm-hmm. the official American release was just Army of Darkness. Interesting. Yes. Featuring, of course, Ash. Who's Ash? Who's the Bruce character? Campbell. The character. Yeah, Bruce Campbell. All right. Good job, guys. You guys uh, acquitted yourselves pretty well. So, guys, it's Halloween. Uh, I have a quick question here. How do you kill a vampire? Oh, I've heard, I've heard many, many ways. Many ways. Yeah. 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 Many Stick ways. through the heart. Yeah. Stick through the Stick heart. Through the heart. Exposure yeah. to the sun. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. Sun. Yep. I've, heard, I've heard there's one like where you have to remove their heart from the body, right? To yeah. make sure they're really dead. There are a couple like Cut decap- their heads. Yeah, decapitation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Put okay. them in running water, like in uh, Holy river. Holy water. Oh, oh, water. Yeah, yeah. oh, just any water? Yeah. Or they can't be... cross running water. Oh, so, right, yeah. right, right. And the silver bullets, that's different, right? That's, 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 that's werewolves. That's werewolves, okay. Yeah. Right, uh-huh. right. Also, vampires, uh, garlic. Garlic. Know. Back then, in the olden times, when to ensure corpse don't become vampire, they would stick a clove of garlic in the oh, mouth. Okay. Um, silver bullet is for the werewolf. Right. You can also kill a werewolf by just killing them. Oh, <laughs> oh no, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, but they're, they're just super zombies. strong. So yeah, you, yeah. All you gotta yeah. do is pop them with a silver bullet. Yeah, they're not right. gonna they're not gonna raise from the dead. Whereas vampires is more of a, yeah. a cor a living corpse. Mm. So all of these things that we talk about to kill or to ward off uh monsters is called is a type of magic or or it's under the realm of apotropaic. Hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Apotropaic. Greek meaning to ward off, apo away. Trepean to turn. Mm. And this is type of a 
objects, ways, rituals to turn away harm or evil. Ward off. Yeah. There are specific things for monsters, like silver bullet for werewolves and uh, garlic cross, holy water, all that stuff for vampires. I understand holy water. That makes sense. Right, Cross sure. makes sense. Decapitation, stake sure. through the heart. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. But that'd, garlic that'd is, kill anybody. Yeah. 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 Garlic is so weird. Right, yeah. Mm. Why, it's like it's like do they just not like Does it just garlic stink on their, so yeah, much? Right, yeah. I oh. I'm not gonna say all this research is uh, uh scientific. Sure. They're theories. You didn't actually we're, find we're not, any vampires. Well, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, this is all hypothetical. Um kind of finding out the origin of how did garlic come into play. Obviously, there are many kind of proto-vampires or different cultures have some sort of vampiric entity, but in terms of popular culture, what we know as a vampire, thanks to Bram Stoker's Dracula. Hmm. That book established a lot of the tropes, the kind of archetypal vampire stuff. And it is mentioned in the book that garlic was used to as like a as a something to ward off vampires. However, the reputation of Garlic as a vampire repellent dates back in many cultures. And Hmm. it's like so weird. What is up with garlic? The thing is, garlic has long been associated with health and life. Mm. I think a lot Mm. of different cultures, like I know from Asian culture, uh, you eat garlic pills. Mm -hmm. um, Mm. And because of the smell or of the oil, it's used to heal a lot of wounds. And this is the greatest theory. Uh, Vampirism can be seen as a kind of analogy or symbol of mosquito bites. Because it's drawn your blood. Uh Garlic is a known herbal cure for Mm -hmm. relieving mosquito bites. So you rub it on your bite and it doesn't... It's a natural repellent and it doesn't... I haven't tried that. And so... Oh, well, I mean, you smell so, garlic. Uh, right. There are sure. other better... I mean, more than I normally yeah. do. Yeah. Sure, yeah. So I mean, there are... Above like, my baseline. Yeah. Sure. Parallelism between mosquito drawing blood, vampire drawing blood, that's also a theory. So, you know, those are those are some reasons why it's not entirely random that it's garlic. Okay. And similar to garlic, something... Another Halloween activity is, is kind of stemmed from people's belief of a certain fruit or vegetable, and that is apple bobbing. Oh. Why is apple bobbing such a big deal? Why do people do it? It's so weird. It's you not know, even that fun. It's not. It's hard. Yeah. Like, it was That was one of those things as a kid, I would like, see it and I was like, oh, it looks like so much fun. I want to do that. And the first time you do it, you're like, wait, so I'm <laughs> dipping my head uh-huh. in a bucket of drool-filled water trying to take a bite at something that somebody took an unsuccessful bite at before (laughs) me. It's It's an apple when there's tons of candy. I win an apple. Best case scenario. The other 364 (laughs) days out of the year, my parents just uh, try to get me to eat apples and I don't. That's the win Because I'd rather have candy. (laughs) It's a a weird tradition. It doesn't really... I mean, it doesn't have to do... It doesn't seem like it has anything to do with ghosts or ghouls or... The dead uh-huh, uh-huh. or monsters, and well, um, the harvest. Mm-hmm. So it is related to the harvest. Um, nowadays, Colin, you see, obviously, it's very unsanitary to do <laughs> yeah. apple, massive apple bombing. Quite score, obviously, yes. So they do the string. They tie the apple onto oh, a yeah? string, right? And then you, you, they what, tie the, your hands the, in the back, and you try to you bite lick, it, like lick so and bite the apple. So like a, a chicken, <laughs> basically, <laughs> pecking at it. Why apple bobbing? Like garlic. The apple symbolizes a lot of awesome things, um, fertility, love, mm. and it's like, well, how did that kind of blend into Halloween? It was a Celtic belief that when you cut an apple, 
in a certain way because of the seeds. Uh-huh. It kind of looks like a pentagram, right? Okay. Because okay. right. there's like five mm. seeds. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, sure. And it's thought that, you know, the symbol meant that the apple somehow has magical powers and can determine love and marriages. From this belief came the game of bobbing for apples. And it's kind of like throwing a bouquet. Mm-hmm. Like if oh. you, if young unmarried couple tries to bite the apple and successful in floating water, then that means they can get married. There are a lot of practices where, like, girls would keep the apples um, under their <laughs> under their pillow. Oh, yeah. um, uh, that's uh, gross. gross. <laughs> that's worse. Yep. There's another one where um, you take a knife and you're peeling the apple from the top uh-huh. in one oh, I've seen giant that. yeah. string. That's like a county okay. fair thing. Yeah. But that that symbolizes like uh, you know if you're gonna make it or not. Love, it's a like a whole connection of love. It doesn't break. And so there are a lot of weird apple things and this is where bobbing for apple the game came to be and obviously with the end of harvest and and celebrating that then the children came to bob for apples and and there you go i wonder if kids would still want to do it if you're like oh it's for matchmaking (laughs) they're like ew i don't yeah gross girls are gross boys are gross a gross activity got grosser yeah So I love Halloween. I love it. I love um, the costumes and the candies and the decorations. And mm-hmm. I really love the Halloween episodes of TV shows. Oh. Everybody always has like a punny name. They go way out of their way. Like you see their costumes. It's fun. Yeah. Like Halloween is yeah. the And some shows really event. stepped it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like if you think about Food Network, they dedicate like weeks of Halloween oh. special programming. Food Network Challenge Halloween is yeah. so good. Chopped Halloween. <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know yeah. about that, but um, it makes like so much sense. Cake contest. Everybody gets it. It's a theme everybody gets behind and yeah. like goes for. I'll read you the title of the episode and you tell me what show. And there's okay. there's a clue in the title. Puns or characters from the show. Okay. All right. Awesome. And, or or well-known ones. For instance, if I said the Treehouse of Horror, the Simpsons. The Simpsons. The Simpsons. But you're not going to say that. I mean, that's that's the thorough, yeah. uh, you know, you guys know the answer. <laughs> that's the probably are we one playing of the trivia? Are we playing trivia? Really yeah. cemented the the special seasonal yeah. Halloween yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. How about the one with the Halloween party? <laughs> Everybody, friends. 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 How about Ghost of Clampett Castle? Oh, the Chris Beverly, Beverly Hillbillies. Hillbillies. That's right. Oh, is that where they lived? Well, they're clamp- the Clamp. Oh, okay. The Curse of the Cramdens. Uh, <laughs> the Honeymoon. The hun- oh, sorry. Just keep saying Chris and you keep answering. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, I thought that thing. was an altogether one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Only one person buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was altogether. Okay. Uh, Chris buzzed. <laughs> anyway. How about It's the Great Pumpkin, Sam Winchester? <laughs> the- Karen? Supernatural. That's right. Yeah. Oh. The Winchester yeah. Brothers. <laughs> Halloween night, but night is spelled with K-N-I-G-H-T. Chris? I have no idea. Why'd Colin. you buzz? I, I thought he I was going to figure that. it out. Uh, yes. Night Rider? Yes. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> thinking some medieval show. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I can't. Game of Thrones? No, no. <laughs> Every episode is a Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah. Not this. Bungholio, Lord of the Har- <laughs> Lord of the Harvest, aka Butterween. Butterween. Uh, Everybody. Beavis, Beavis and Butthead. Yes. How about this? Everybody hates Halloween. Uh-huh. Chris. Every. Oh, I'm oh, sorry, Karen. <laughs> no, you did it. You can do it. You can I did. Oh. 
Chris is fast on the buzzer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everybody hates Chris. Yes. Oh, I thought it was going to be everybody. I was going to say everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I was a teenage tailor. Oh, Chris. is this home improvement? Yes. Okay. They were the Taylor family. Oh. Yeah, the Taylor. Yeah. Okay. T-A-Y. Like- I was like, I can't figure it out if it's T-A-I, but if it's T-A-Y, I can yeah. figure it out. Nice. Halloween. 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 Come King, on. King of the Hill? Yes. The ghost of the General Lee. <laughs> Everybody. The Dukes, the Dukes of, of Hazard. Hazard. Yes. It's the gay pumpkin, Charlie Brown. It's the gay pumpkin. Karen. Queer as folk? No. Uh, Colin. Will and Grace? Yes. <laughs> what is Blue afraid of? Oh, it's, it's just Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues. <laughs> <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. Stevel too. This time he's not alone. Stevel? Stevel. Stevel too. This time he's not alone. Jackass? No. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, it's like Steve O. Yeah. It is Family Matters. Steve uh, Urkel. Steve Urkel. Uh, wow. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most Hard to famous TV Steves. Yeah. <laughs> Bar Wars 5, The Final Judgment. Oh, oh. Chris. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Introduction to Statistics. Chris. Community. Yes. The Good Guy Fluctuation. Colin. Uh, that must be Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, yes. Oh, I see. Tina and the Real Ghost. Karen. 30 Rock. No. Whoa. Uh, uh, family Ties? No. Chris. Bob's Burgers? Bob's Burgers. Oh. <laughs> so many Tinas. Yeah. Cliff's Mistake. Cliff. Cliff's. Uh, the Cosby Show? Cosby Show. Oh, oh, yes. I was thinking Cheers. Yes. I was like, we already cheers, had Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Peter Geist. <laughs> Everyone. Family, family guy. guy. Yes. Employee Transfer. Karen. Oh. The Office? The Office. Oh, good one. Lord Zed's Monster Heads. Lord Zed. Karen. Doctor Who? No. Lord Zed. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. A Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, Lord Zed. Oh, yep, my yep, yep. God. <laughs> I definitely yes. saw that. Yeah. Okay. I've watched that episode. Yeah. Corn's Groovy Pirate Ghost Mystery. Corn? That Corn? is South Park. South Park. It's Corn the Band. Oh. Yes. Oh, K O. Oh, yes. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Uh, and last one, Fonselectomy. <laughs> Chris. Happy days. Happy days. <laughs> Fons- Fonselectomy. Like Fonzie. And like, Having a tonsillectomy. Yeah. On Halloween. Maybe he can't. Oh, be I thought of another sectomy, but okay. Oh, Fonzie's <laughs> vasectomy. That's what I was like. Episode. <laughs> I was gonna do it tonight <laughs> on a very special episode of Happy Days. Hey. hey. Like my first job oh. is vasectomy, not tonsillectomy. So I was like. <laughs> Hey, I want to pregnant you on Halloween. (laughs) Sit on it. Oh, wait. No, no. (laughs) Please get off. Cool. Good job, you guys. And let's take a quick break. A word from our sponsor. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? 
Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. Thing done weird things. Cat and Jethro, Box of Oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the Box of Oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Hey, Matt. Did you know that wombats poop cubes? Nope. Never heard that before. Did you know the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland, Ken? I didn't know, nor do I care. Neil, did you know that Liechtenstein is the only doubly landlocked country in Europe? Jeff, isn't that an American pop artist? Well, actually, it's both. If you want to learn things like that and more, join us each week on Triviality, a pub trivia-style game show podcast where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Listen in each week to answer general knowledge trivia alongside exciting guests from around the world. And we're here, too. Join us every Tuesday for new hour-long episodes of Triviality, plus tons of extra theme content on everything from The Office and Lord of the Rings to science and geography. And sometimes we even do sports. Find us on all your preferred podcast apps and take part in the fun of playing bar trivia without the need to wear pants. Real mature, Jeff. Forget it, Neil. It's Triviality. And we're back. You're listening to Good Job Rain, and this week we're talking about Halloween. If you guys are like me, uh, you had your share of bad Halloween costumes as a kid. In some years I was like lucky enough to have a grown-up help me, you know, and I would have like a really <laughs> awesome. I was an awesome vampire one year. Oh, yeah. My mom spent a lot of time. I had this cool cape, and mm. we got the like the mm. makeup and the teeth. And <laughs> there were other years though. Like I remember quite specifically uh, years where I, it was more like when I had my ET costume. Mm-hmm. So this was a <laughs> store-bought, off-the-shelf ET costume. Oh, that you're okay. ET. You're not Elliot. Yep. I was ET. Like right? a hospital gown, plastic. This is like thing that wrapped around you 1982 yeah. you know yeah. um, <laughs> and uh as a way of introducing the rest of the story i would like to play for you a short clip from the simpsons <laughs> a okay. treehouse of horror episode check it out lisa i'm radioactive man i don't think the real radioactive man wears a plastic smock with a picture of himself on it he would on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, so, so wait, your E.T. costume is E.T. Oh, yeah. on a shirt? It was a, so, yeah. it was a shirt the writers, the writers had exactly the same experience I did. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. was the... the the, the mask was decent enough. It was a decent enough mask of E.T. E. It looked like E.T.'s face. But the rest of the costume was essentially, it was an apron with a picture of E.T. E. on it. And, you know, even as, like, a little kid, I felt like I was getting ripped off. I'm like, I'm not... I'm not dressing up as E.T. This is more like I'm a walking tribute to E.T. <laughs> right. You know? I'm an E.T. fan. Yeah. Oh. And the masks, again, if you if you know what I'm talking about, these were the most uncomfortable. They had the tiniest, <laughs> tiniest little eye slits. Yeah. They're made out of they're made yeah. out of plastic that you would ordinarily use in that configuration for a picnic night. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the edges of it would so just sharp. cut you up. They were sharp, and they, they had these weird little nose slits. 
slits as well. So basically, everybody, if you were dressed up as He Man, you looked like E.T. If you were dressed up as Barbie, you looked like E.T. Because you had these like Voldemort snake nose slit things in the mask. You had the rubber, the piece of, not even just like a proper like strap, but a piece of rubber band. It was stapled. Stapled to the plastic. The The staples by your face. Yeah, this brittle rubber band that you'd put over and it would just pop right off. I remember it was useless. Oh, yeah. Well, I I can't be the only kid where the thing, uh, it wasn't useless. It would just get shorter and shorter and shorter because it would break and you'd staple it back. Would it be a little bit tighter that time, (laughs) you know? And eventually it's it's just like pulling against your face. Now it's really cutting into your skin. (laughs) By the end of the night, the mask is off. The smock strings are falling off. And it's not even a long night. It's like two hours later. You're just dragging this this thing around town. I totally see why your your smock had a picture of E.T. Like, I was Smurfette, and so it looked like a dress. It didn't look like... It didn't have a picture of Smurf, But... E.T.'s naked, so it would look like a little oh, kid like, <laughs> right. like that's dressed in a naked costume, which is weird. Right, which that is interesting. But it is interesting when you think about it, the idea of the sort of the the, the sort of connotative versus yeah. denotative. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is E.T. versus if the image. The I, It's not so much you want to look like E.T., <laughs> but you want to profess your love for yeah. E.T. See, I think, but see, I think in. I did want to look like E.T. Yeah. I don't think that they could have made it look right. Oh, who are you dressed as, little boy? Uh, I'm a shrine to E.T. I'm (laughs) I'm a collection of some impressions. I'm an homage. I am the zeitgeist. (laughs) I'm I'm the feeling of the culture of 1982. I'm a pastiche of (laughs) E.T. related (laughs) moments. I wish she said that. Uh, If you're like me, if if you were a child of the 70s or 80s, and even into the early 90s, you you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is like the decent to crappy decent mask and then the picture of the character on the smock. Yep, yep. Yeah. All of these costumes were made by one company. Whoa. All of these oh, costumes. Wait, these, these, these masks mask with the smock type costume were all made by the Ben Cooper Costume Company. Man, yeah. Ben yeah. Cooper... And the Ben Cooper name was, for decades, the name in costumes. Right, right. And this is the story of a man who just saw an awesome opportunity to become the the figure, the leading the figure in his... king. Yeah, he was. Yeah. 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 The company's a lot older than I thought. I mean, they, they peaked, I think, in the 70s, 80s, for sure. But they went back to the 30s. Hmm. So wow. Ben Cooper himself is from New York. And he, he had a fairly regular start in professional costuming for, like, showbiz. He would, oh, okay. He, he he ended up making costumes for uh, chorus girls, okay. and he would outfit places like you know, the Cotton Club, or he had a contract with the Ziegfeld Follies at one point. Oh, wow. So he really, it's not, he's just a businessman. Yeah. The, yeah. A grand idea. He actually is in the in that trade. That's right. That's right. And this was, you know, you know, starting out in the 1920s. And, you know, as Chris alluded to earlier, like trick-or-treating as like a phenomenon, especially in America, really didn't start in earnest until like right around World War II and thereafter. Uh, but in the 1930s, Ben Cooper saw this was starting to become really popular. He noticed that there was an opportunity here for costumes for kids to go door to door and specifically all the stories i read about uh ben cooper they all make the point of what made him so savvy was he recognized the opportunity for licensed 
costumes. Mm. Sure. Because anyone can make a ghost. Anyone can make a vampire or a werewolf. Mm. So this is, you know, this is the, the if 30s. He, if he wow. licensed, yeah. that is very early. That's very, right. Very, very early in terms of licensed merchandise. 1937. Mm-hmm. What, did he, what was the he first He obtained the rights to, would you guys care to guess? What would have been a big costume from 1937? No. No. Disney? Um, like Mickey Mouse? Is it, is it Mickey Mouse? He obtained the rights to Walt Disney characters oh. and his Snow White costume. Oh, sure. Sold yeah. like... Sold like yeah. anything that sells a lot, and he kept this on. Anytime there was something that he thought that could be licensed as a character, he was all He's over it, it, all over yeah. it, like well into the 40s, into the 50s. Wow. And as trick or treating, it was kind of this like feedback, like a lot of people give him credit for helping make trick or treating a thing because now kids, kids mm-hmm. could latch onto their favorite pop culture character. He right. sold tons of Superman costumes. He sold tons of Davy Crockett costumes. He it, sold. Yeah. A whole ecology, right? You have the Halloween aspect, strengthening trick-or-treating, and then strengthening the marketing and loyalty between kids and media. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he makes, he's the middleman, makes all this money. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. And he's where all the money flows to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yep. And it should be pointed out that for a lot of this time, he didn't have any real competition. I mean, mm. he was just, there was nobody trying to get into Hornet on his business. As far back as the 50s, the mm. uh, the Ben Cooper company had made a generic kind of horror-y costume that they called the Spider-Man costume. <laughs> okay. okay. And so this is in, a... in the 50s. Okay. Just, spider. Yes, a spidery spider. man. Right, sure. exactly. Sure, sure. Yes. Uh, so in uh, the early 1960s, he got wind that Marvel Comics had created this new character called, of course, Spider-Man, and it was very popular. And they approached Marvel. So Ben Cooper was kind of like, yeah. you know, partly partly I want to avoid a lawsuit, mm-hmm. and partly I sense another great marketing idea. <laughs> his, his marketing sense was tingling. This was Mar- <laughs> this was, that's great. That's it. This was Marvel Comics's first merchandising deal. Oh, wow. Their first merchandising deal was for Ben Cooper to make costumes huh. of specifically Spider-Man and then also Incredible Hulk and uh, Thor other is this characters. Is still the same the mask and the character the mask the and the smock, right? Right. <laughs> This one, the Spider-Man smock actually made an attempt to look like the Spider-Man okay, costume. Yeah. I will give them credit. It wasn't quite as conceptual as some of the other ones. <laughs> On into the 70s, he got the license for Star Wars. Ah. And so I remember a lot of these in particular growing up is uh, the smock uh, of like the face within the picture on the smock. Like there's a Yoda. There's a really bad Yoda costume oh. from the 80s where it's a, a, a decent enough Yoda mask. But then the body of the costume is all green with a picture of Yoda's face, and then Sorry, and then and then the Empire Strikes Back logo. It just, it just again, I know Yoda has a weird body, but it strikes yeah. me as supremely half-assed. Yeah, but they were selling so many of these costumes; yeah. it doesn't matter. My favorite bad one that I found though was of. The Fonz, uh, when uh, Happy Days was big. I want to show you guys a picture of this one, just because to describe it won't do it justice. That's the Yoda oh, one? Oh my god. god. That's so scary. Ding dong, so, I'm Yoda. So <laughs> with a picture of myself on my shirt. We all know why Wow, Yoda's quite the narcissist. <laughs> the, the Fonz costume was a what? Fonzie mask, and then a smock 
with a picture of the Fonz saying, hey, hey the Fonz. And in case you really, at this point, still didn't know who you were looking at, I mean, the Fonz is wearing a pin on his jacket that says Happy Days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, happy he has days. his thumbs up. It's like the, the, the masks themselves were so low detail. That I mean, Yoda. You, you can to... probably figure out what Yoda is, but the Fonz mask. I mean, that looks like could be <laughs> anybody. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you have to have the smock with the picture of the Fonz to to let people know that you are the Fonz. I feel yeah. like you could probably make the clothing part yourself. Like, just put a white T-shirt uh, yeah, on and, and a some leather jacket. People who are like actually like making costumes. It's like, once you get to that point, like you don't have to That's go out and buy the nine ninety five Ben Cooper costume. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned the Richard Nixon mask, Karen. Like they made. They, when, when they started making presidents presidential masks, those became another huge seller for mm. them. Like the, those presidents, the bank robber yeah. that that is a Ben Cooper mask. That oh. that classic bank robber Richard Nixon mask that was originally oh, okay. a Ben Cooper mask. Yeah. Sadly, yeah. Uh, what happened to? So sadly, you know, partly what happened was competition. You know, it was only so long, but but before other companies started realizing, you know, there's a lot of money to be made here in yeah. costumes, and particularly where Ben Cooper started to feel the pressure was on the high end. Was there were a lot of companies making these elaborate, molded, you know, latex, really high quality masks. Uh, in the '90s, they declared bankruptcy and they they got bought by Rubies, which oh. is uh, now sort of the big name in uh, in. They make adult costumes. Uh, they make kids' costumes. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. they they, they bought out stuff. what I've ordered stuff from Ruby's as well for my Star Wars related costuming. <laughs> um, they bought out Whoa. what was left. But of... That's not for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's for every day. Yeah. I decided I want to see a naked Yoda. And well, no, I've, I've said too much. I've said too much. Did they ever show Yoda like topless? No, he's always in a <laughs> No, I'm serious. Okay, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think they ever showed him topless. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to take this seriously. I forgot he wears a robe, no. like in my mind. Yeah, that's He's all naked him. like E.T. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my mind. Just wrinkly and green. And fuzzy, green and furry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not furry. He has hair. He has yeah, strands he has of hair. hair. Yeah, he has like yeah. white hair. Yeah, I wouldn't describe him as furry. Well, have no. you seen Below the Rope? No. You don't know. No, no. Yeah, exactly. Does the... Curtain yeah. match, 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 yeah. match the ears? <laughs> <laughs> so if you have fond or not fond memories of these crappy smock costumes like myself and Millhouse, <laughs> thank Ben Cooper. Oh, you know what? I have... What? I have done trick-or-treating, but I just don't remember because I was really, really young. I was like a toddler. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, and I, I posted this picture before... It, there's a picture of my sister who was a lot older and is going to trick-or-treating. I think my mom just decided by – they had the, the mask plus smock Pac-Man costume. Uh-huh. I think – I don't know if it was knockoff Pac-Man, but it didn't look like Pac-Man. That one's so problematic. Be yeah, because yeah. it's like – is the I face like the Pac-Man ghost. from the side? Oh, okay. I think that the, the oh. face is the ghost and it has like a weird killer clown smile. Anyways, my mom just bought two of them and made me dress – and I was a toddler. <laughs> yeah. So and you were a little Pac-Man. I was a little, but my mask was upside down. They had to click because I was a child. I yeah, know, it was weird. It was weird. And and the, the smock was like a game screen from Pac-Man that <laughs> yeah. says Pac-Man yeah. just in case. And we have one last segment. Chris, you got a quizzy quiz, y'all? No, just a regular quiz. <laughs> stop. Just stop it. Just finish the show. According to the National Retail Federation. The most popular Halloween costumes for 2014 are projected to be mm. Princess. Oh, well, Elsa. Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> Olaf, yes. right? Yeah. As well. So basically, they lumped them all together. Uh, 2.6 uh, million kids each, mm. each 
say that they will be either a character from Frozen or what other franchise? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. No. Mm-hmm. Aven- uh, what other franchise? Mentioned earlier on this show. Oh, I was going to go Star Wars. Avengers. Star Wars is Star Wars is certainly big. Perennially popular. Smurfs? No. no. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, of course. Oh, Spider-Man, really? of course. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man's yep. always up there. So running, running down the uh, projected most popular costumes list, you have Princess, you have Animal. They just lump all animals into into one, okay. right? Just a generic okay. animal costume. And then and then three and four basically tied for third. Frozen and Spider-Man. But yes, when you're, a tricker, when you're passing out candy this year, expect to see like most little girls just yeah. dressed up Elsa's. as just dressed up as Elsa. Yep. We were in Golden Gate Park last week for a picnic and they were having some sort of Halloween themed event there. Yeah. And it it literally every little girl that we saw there was <laughs> was Elsa. We uh, think yeah. Uh, I mean we didn't ask every girl, but they were all wearing like the little blue dress and yep. it was like yeah. Or or a smock with a picture of Elsa. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> hey <laughs> Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Frozen frozen. <laughs> <laughs> that Karen, there is a Disney run costume for you. Oh, a yeah. Ben Cooper Disney costume. <laughs> yes. Just That's a so plastic meta. frozen mask it. and a smock that says El- A Elsa. So sweaty. In a leather jacket. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, a leather jacket. Yep. That'd be I would love to so see different mashups. Yeah. I'm I'm the Fawns Elsa. Different Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm E. T. Elsa. Yep. So um, so here's just some more random bits of trivia from the latest Halloween survey. Um, about what percentage of Americans say that they are going to dress up for Halloween this year? Karen. 66. Wow, you are actually correct. It is about what? 67%. Oh, my God. Wow. I just yep. thought it was fine because, like, yeah. 666. Oh. Halloween. No. That was a... There you go. You okay. know it. Two-thirds. Yeah, with Halloween falling on a Friday this yeah. year, oh. National right. Retail Federation expects a record uh, number. In fact, they expect a record amount of money to be spent on Halloween this year. Hmm. The top three websites that Americans say that they are going to consult for inspiration for their Halloween costumes are Facebook, uh-huh. okay. Twitter, and what? Pin. Pinterest. It is. Uh, Pinterest. Well, are we just totally ignoring the the, the rules <laughs> here? She, I thought she bust in too. You didn't let him finish reading the question. <laughs> oh. I was trying to wait because I knew it was Pinterest. It is, in fact, Pinterest, which is heading right up the list. It was yeah. not. Nice. It was eleven percent. Um, wow. of, of people who say that they're going to be consulting things, yeah, and they're going to get yeah. inspiration from. Pinterest. Well, my running costumes on Pinterest get mad yep. hits. Yep, I bet it's funny. I love looking at the list of like Pinterest versus real life. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think your costumes are Pinterest, <laughs> not, okay. not real life. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Nice. Okay, yep. Yeah. Nice. And we will finish out with this. Pumpkin, hot dog, and devil are expected to be for 2014 the top costumes in what particular category? <laughs> Karen. Uh, uh, pets. Pets. Yeah. Oh, yes. I thought you were going to say sexy. Most people. I know what I'll say. Pumpkin, sexy, sexy hot dog, sexy I mean, pumpkin, sexy devil. I am sure. Well, okay. Yeah. I'm but sure yeah, there's so, sexy devil. I'm I don't sure know. There is sexy hot dog. Okay. Was. There's sexy mustard for sure. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's sexy mustard. I remember that one from sure. last year. I remember yeah. the sexy mustard. Uh, but yes, making the list of uh, top pet costumes this year is Star Wars characters. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've yep. been selling it for a while. Yeah. Very smart. 
All right, and that is our Halloween episode. Thank you guys for joining me, and thank you guys, listeners, for listening. I uh, hope you learn a lot of stuff about Halloween, about the 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 really fascinating costume hero <laughs> and costume grandfather, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Halloween slasher movies, Halloween TV, and different traditions and the origin of Halloween. You can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, and also on our website, goodjobbrain.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Linda, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.